from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sports roundtable of Jacked and Canned. John, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, brother. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I just noticed that uh, it's nighttime. It is. It's weird. It's weird. It's actually still a little light out, but yeah, there, I'm here's like the, the dark blue going on. That's my favorite time of the night right now. Twilight? Yeah. Hell yeah, because of the movies. Twilight. It makes me think of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It makes me think of Twilight the Vampires. Vampire themed. So don't be surprised if a vampy... What the hell was... Okay, I thought I just heard an animal. I got the window open. I'm like, I'm saying vampire, and I'm hearing all these weird noises all of a sudden. I'm like, hold on a minute. I'm like, what exactly is going on over here? I think you're going to be okay. Unless it's a bat. Something's getting attacked outside. That's <laughs> I all actually I, can I can't hear it. <laughs> that is a uh, pretty Probably unique Colbs. podcast. <laughs> I know <laughs> the podcast listeners. Thank you for joining this journey with us. Here we go. That was super creepy. I just said Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and all of a sudden I hear some screeching noises. So if I don't make it, Colbs, we know why. We're gonna start off the sports roundtable episode like we always do with the segment of who's. On, on top, top. <laughs> one of these days will be in sync Colbs. nhl playoffs wow colorado avalanche three in no 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 we're gonna come back to this we're gonna start off with mlb standings because Colbs doesn't really care about that so that's what we're gonna start off with american league we got the yankees sitting on top 52 and 18 man Colbs, they are running away with the show over there blue jays the Sox behind them at 39 and 30, 39 and 31. And the Rays and Orioles kind of out of it. I mean, everybody's out of it in the AL East. The Yankees are hot. What can I say? AL Central, Guardians on top, followed by the Twins. AL West, Astros on top, followed by the Rangers. And then, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Every week I keep rooting for them. The Angels sitting in the third spot at 34 and 38, completely falling apart still. Five and five out of the last 10 games. National League, Colts, NL East, who's on top over there? The Mets. And they are holding strong, but I'm getting nervous because the Braves are now 41 and 30. Last Here 10 games the for the Braves, seven and three. I don't know, Colts. I don't know. Star break isn't here yet. Oh, that's what you've been saying, and I hope not. I hope it's not going to be <laughs> one of those things. The Mets are doing good, 45 and 26. I want to see it. Subway Series. Give us the Mets versus the Yankees in the World Series. That's what I want. I'm pulling out my hair. Give it to me, please. (laughs) (laughs) The Phillies sitting in third place over there, 37 and 34. Last 10, 6 and 4. So the Phillies coming up 
along just a little bit. They're above 500. They still got a chance. NL Central, the Brewers sitting on top, followed by the Cardinals. NL West, as always, tight. Don't understand it. Every year I don't understand it, and I still don't understand it now. The Dodgers sitting on top, 43-25. Padres, 44-28. and And the Giants at 31 and 38 in 31. Colbs, that's what's going on in the baseball world. You got any thoughts? Uh, no, I think we covered that pretty well. I would say that uh, for the Mets, you know, just keep an eye out on the Braves there. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And I'm thinking the AL East, the Yankees got it, the best record in all of baseball, and hopefully they continue on that pathway. That'd be super cool to see them win over 100 games this season. So hopefully they don't fall apart at the end of the uh, All-Star break as well. Colbs, now we could talk a little NHL action. They're actually playing tonight for the Stanley Cup playoff round. The Colorado Avalanche are 3-1 and one over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Colbs, your team, your city. Well, I mean, secondary team, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's kind of fun. For one, they're actually playing right now. Last I saw, Tampa was up one nothing. I don't know yeah. if that's still the case. One oh, But um. You know, I actually think it's usually a bullshit take when somebody comes out and says, like, you don't want them to win game five because then they get the momentum and then, you know, they get game six at home. Most of the time when people say that, I'm like, just shut up. It's a bad take because honestly, like you got three chances to put this thing away. Odds like it is so rare that a team comes back down from three one. But with this team, I think that that actually has a little bit of a quantifiable interest just because they they've won the last two Stanley cups and they are fighting like hell to stay alive. You, you don't want them to win at all. Like you want to bury them right here because I'm telling you this team won't just, they, they're not going to just roll over and die. It's not going to happen. So they're going to fight and you're going to have to take it from them. You're going to have to bury the Tampa Bay lightning under the, under the rink. That's the only way that you're going to actually be holding the Stanley Cup up at the end of this. I fully anticipate that if Colorado does win tonight, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning will skate back onto the ice and all of a sudden the sticks will become weapons and they will somehow still at the end of this be holding a cup in the air. So I, in all seriousness, I really don't think that Colorado wants to lose this game. And even though I would say even more than nine out of 10 times, I think it's a bullshit take to say that. I think that this is the one in, you know, a hundred times that it actually makes sense because Tampa will not die on their own. You have to be the ones to kill them. You give them anything, they're going to be coming. So, you know, good luck to Colorado. Um, but Tampa's got you right where they want you. Dude, I'm hoping for Colorado just to pull it off, just to, uh, be the upset the underdog i don't know were they even the underdog going into the series honestly john i i I don't remember what the betting favorites were there um colorado has been you know the best record team they they were second best this year behind the panthers i think they lost by a point or two and last year they were the points leader tied for the points leader and they've been really really good so i wouldn't be shocked if they were favored but you're also talking about the Lightning as the back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champion. So I, I don't know who was favored going into this, but these are two really good teams. Culp's flipping this over uh, in the sports world. I'm not sure if you know who this is. 
But uh, the goose, did you end up hearing the oh, news? Oh, yeah, Tony Saragusa. Yeah, yeah, that one's sad. You know, uh, definitely RIP to Tony Saragusa. He was always on the sideline there when uh, when I was a kid watching football games. You know, he's a uh, a Baltimore legend. So I, you know, I, I don't have a whole ton to say, but absolutely he will be missed. 100%. Just had to give that shout out. That's my memories as well. Just kind of seeing him on the sideline. Oh, he's uh, always so good at making fun of himself. Like he, he had such a good time just like realizing he's a big dude. And so he'd go find the food wherever it was in the stadium, plant himself right there, and then just have like a quick joke at himself, sends it back to, you know, whoever's calling the game. Yep. Also to another NFL news. Did you hear uh, what's going on with Alvin Kamara over there in the New Orleans Saints? No. What's going on with uh, Mr. Kamara? So he's expected to be suspended for at least six weeks in the 2022 football season. Four. He ended up getting arrested, I guess, back in um, uh, Las Vegas. I don't know. It's a assault battery type of situation. I don't know enough oh. to even speak on that. But something, he ended up getting arrested. So who knows exactly what that is. I didn't read too much into it. But um, and I don't like speculating on all that stuff because we don't really know. <laughs> right. So, no, no, I definitely wouldn't want you to give a hot take with no information. Um, yeah, that that would be pretty terrible news. Uh, and as far as the the Saints go, wow, they they are just looking more and more depleted, huh? Well, that's what I'm worried about. So I'm like, all right, they don't really know what they're going to do at the quarterback position too. Well, they kind of do. Yeah, they but, do. Jameis yeah. Winston, good old 30-30s coming out there. Yeah. <laughs> the 30 for 30. <laughs> well, I have no idea, man. And who knows what's going to happen with the Browns because that seems to still be up in the air as well. I don't think anything came out for Deshaun Watson just yet either. No, no, nothing, nothing just yet. But I mean, something absolutely will. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to really speak about that because we try to give a little bit more brightness to your day not darken it the world's dark enough as it is and we're here to not dive into that but what we are here to dive into is telling you that wow the browns are probably gonna suck huh (laughs) (laughs) what else is new over there in cleveland well john I, i i know that uh it's not really who's on top at this point but since the last time we spoke there has been something else that happened the basketball season has ended, John. We didn't even talk about that. My goodness, Colbs. I mean, who yes. who's on top? <laughs> who's on top? Sadly. Do you want to go ahead and say who's on top? Steph yeah, unfortunately, top. it's those goddamn Golden State Warriors again. This dynasty's never going to end. I swear it's just here to haunt me forever. Steph won his first finals MVP. Man, it was so, it just all of it pissed me off. I'm sitting there watching the game and the Celtics start up on a 14-2 run to start the game. And I'm like, okay, all right, they're they're, they're coming for this one. Yeah, that shit didn't last so long. So the Warriors go on an 11-0 run at the end of the first quarter to go up 27-22 by the end of the first. Yeah, that 11-0 run continues right into the second quarter with making it into a 21-0 run. And from that point, there was no looking back. The Warriors just came out, destroyed them, really from about midway through the first quarter on. (laughs) And Steph wins his first finals MVP. Now there's all sorts of conversations about where Steph Curry ranks and players of all time. And, you know, luckily, 
there's not a whole ton of people that are trying to say that he's a top five player of all time. I'm not really hearing that out there. I thought I'd hear more of it. You know, I'm hearing a little bit of the conversation as to, you know, who's really been more important over the last decade, LeBron or Steph Curry. That one's pissing me off <coughs> um, naturally, as you would imagine. So that that one's pretty clear cut and obvious to me. I mean, yes, I know that they now have the same amount of championships, but and I, I know that both have been parts of super teams. But when you look at it, LeBron with Cleveland beat this super team before they got that. That's why they went out and got Kevin Durant. <laughs> because <laughs> LeBron came back from 3-1 down in a series and beat this basically this team just with different ancillary pieces. Um, it was weird to uh, to actually see Andre Iguodala on the court because, uh, like I said, when you had brought the, that news to my attention, he was even on their active roster. I was like, I haven't seen him play all season. They put him out there with like the last, you know, 40-something seconds or whatever in the game. And uh, they actually played him in game one also, like in a game that was close. That That kind of threw me off. They, they played him intermittently throughout the series, and I didn't really understand why because, I mean, he's he, he's just old, man. Like I know that he stays in good shape, and he's never been a bad basketball player, but he's really not that effective anymore. And also the game has kind of changed, and, well, outside of hitting corner threes, there's really – and, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he still plays good defense. Granted, I didn't see him smothering anybody, but also he was mostly out there in garbage time. I, I did find that to be strange, but again, you know, I, I get a little bit pissed off watching that team win and, uh, you know, having Steph Curry get any success just annoys me. So more or less, um, the, the two big things, a Jason Tatum, he really needs to sit down and think about this one going into the off season because he's not the first great player to, come up very small come finals time and Jason Tatum had a bad series he has the most turnovers ever in a playoffs throughout the course of the playoffs he had over 100 turnovers um, first time that's ever happened now what I would say is that there's been a bunch of times when a player's gotten to the finals or they've gotten close to the finals and realized what I'm doing right now is not enough. I have to get better at something. And what every player that has been in that spot, whether it be MJ, whether it be LeBron, they've gone to find something that they can go to when what they're used to doing isn't working. And when their jump shot specifically isn't dropping and everybody finds a thing for LeBron, it was a post game or getting to the rim those for the the two things he made sure that at all times he had a way to get to the rim and he gained a post up game so that he could back down towards the rim similarly mj put on a bunch of weight so that he could take the battering that the detroit pistons were giving him back in the late 80s he put on weight so that he could go in there and bang with those guys and then also with that that made mj stronger at getting to the rim and finishing so you you see these players do that, and I think what Jason Tatum really needs is to go find something that he can do to get himself easy buckets when his normal shots just aren't dropping. Or it really, I think he needs to realize he's not much of a ball handler, and if he can't get better at that, then he needs to make some type of progress towards getting the ball 
closer to the rim so that he doesn't have to dribble around and turn the ball over because it it was just time and time again man he was getting <laughs> he was getting smothered his passes were getting picked off they were taking it right out of his hands like Jason Tatum's not that good at ball handling he's got to figure out something he can do to get the ball closer to the rim so that he can just immediately make a make a move and score that that's what Jason Tatum's gonna have to do but I, I really want him to sit down and think about this over the offseason I don't think Boston needs to add any more pieces there's all these talks oh so who do you gotta who do you gotta get rid of? Who do you gotta bring in to make this team better? I don't think that they need to do that. I just think that Jason Tatum specifically needs to get a little bit better. And that's fine. Dude, I don't really have any takes on any of that, man. You just summed that up pretty good. I just want to see the Celtics come back and win. I just want to see him come back with a little bit of vengeance. I don't know what they have to do with the team. I don't know if they're gonna sell off, if they're gonna break it apart. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that they should. I think that they got all the right pieces. I just think that their main piece needs to be playing like the main piece when he's on the floor. And, you know, there were a lot of times that he just wasn't. Hey, maybe LeBron will go to Boston. No, no, they don't. They don't need to do that. Like, like that's that can't be the solution every time that you don't win the finals. Well, we got to go get a superstar like that. That can't be the thing every time. Some sometimes you, you've already got the team and by getting OK, if they were going to go get LeBron, they would have to probably trade Jason Tatum. Um, Let's see. I would say probably Jason Tatum. Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, and a couple of picks, or Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and a couple of picks. I think that is the only way you get LeBron in there. And even though LeBron might be able to win with Al Horford and Robert Williams, uh, I wouldn't necessarily make him the favorite. True. I I just kind of want to see that happen because I know that you like the Bruins and I'd love to get you over there to be rooting for the Celtics too, Cobes. And I think I have a hard time rooting for the Celtics. It's it's kind of a weird thing because the Bruins fans and the Celtics fans are the same fans. I find them endearing in hockey and I find them annoying as shit in the NBA. I don't know why it's so weird. It's the same people and I love them in one sport and I hate them in the other. Fair enough, man. I don't know. Maybe one of these days, if LeBron does it, I think it'll cross you over to like the Celtics. I really. Oh do. well, yeah. If Le- wherever LeBron is, I'm going to be rooting for that team. It doesn't matter if. They- oh God, just please never Golden State. <laughs> oh, that would be brutal. <laughs> it was with that. Oh. Like I, I don't know what I would do. I, I know I would still root for LeBron, but I feel like I would still root against Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, that would be an interesting dynamic every time. I don't know, like, I don't know how to root for a team if I hate one of the players. Like, there's been players that I don't care for. Like, I'll be honest with you, I never really cared much for Kevin Love. Uh, I I was not a big fan of him, but hey, made it through. We got a championship in there, not bad. It ended up working out. I mean, some people don't think it really did. Whatever happened to Kevin Loff? I, I feel like oh, he's he just, still hanging out there in Cleveland. Is he still making it happen? Is he doing anything? He does all right. He's got like, I don't know. I think he averages somewhere around like 17 points, nine rebounds a game. Like, it's still solid. Yeah, that's still pretty solid. So LeBron and uh, Kevin Love, I think they need to send Love over to the Lakers. No. He's got a ring to it. No. no Howard's no. gone. Bring in Love. 
Don't want it. The, Howard's gone. The, Dwight, Dwight Howard gave everything he had left in 2020. Like it's, <laughs> I, I feel bad watching him play, man. He got, he got zoned out of this game so quickly just by the way the game changed. If you can't guard the perimeter and if you can't hit threes, you just don't have a place in this league. And that's why like Utah, Utah is in trouble because they, they're sitting here running it back year in, year out with Rudy Gobert. And it's like, the dude can't guard the perimeter and he can't shoot a three. Like the fourth quarter comes and he basically has to just sit on the bench the whole fourth quarter. He's useless, but they're, (laughs) they're still just hanging on to him and giving him money. And it's like, no, like you're you're doing this wrong. Utah. Why do you not see the way that this game is going? (laughs) And you know, also the Lakers did a lot of that too. We just brought in a ton of 37 year olds that aren't shooters. Well, so who's going to pull it off, Colbs? What, next year? Yep. Um, Man, I, I got to be honest with you. I feel pretty good about Miami next year. They, that's that's a franchise, man. They they make moves. And I think that they're, that they're looking towards what it is that they can do to make this team even better. And it's going to be – I know that it's going to be Jimmy Butler, and I don't know if it's still going to be Bam. I don't know if Kyle Lowry's going to be there. I don't know if Tyler Hero is going to be there. I feel like a couple of those pieces might be moving somewhere, but it might get you somebody like a Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. All right. I didn't expect yeah. that out of your mouth. Oh, no, no, no. Bradley Beal, I think, is going somewhere, and there's talks that he might go to – every. I mean, everybody that could be going somewhere – is being photoshopped in a Lakers uniform. And it's just like, dude, stop it. Really? Like, <laughs> like what are the Lakers going to And I I saw one that made me laugh earlier. It was uh it was a photoshop of LeBron, AD and Kyrie together. And it's like, could you imagine? And I'm like, no, I can't because the Nets have specifically said if we're going to give up Kyrie Irving to you, we're taking Anthony Davis. So there is no picture that you could paint out there of the three of them together because then it would just be LeBron Kyrie and there is no AD in this equation he would now be in Brooklyn that's the only way that the Nets are giving up Kyrie to the Lakers is if they get Anthony Davis and that's a move that has been talked about and I honestly I don't really want that to happen I want the Lakers to keep AD because well one I I don't really want to be in the Kyrie Irving business and uh the other piece of that is honestly, I think Anthony Davis is a really good player. <laughs> like, yeah, he's injury prone. And sometimes he plays a little bit out of his no- <laughs> his normal position. John's got a cat rubbing its tail on the microphone. <laughs> What's up, little Minnie? Minnie's coming to crash the party over here. I'm talking about vampires and weird noises. It might have just been the cat the whole time eating a mice. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I can't, I needed that right there. I needed that. Oh, uh, it was perfect. All of a sudden, I just see a tail creep up around the microphone. I'm like, huh, that's different. Not used, not used to seeing a cat during the show. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, dang, Jen, I know you said you were tired before, and you're talking about vampires and everything. What the frig is going on over there? Just start- got to <laughs> over there. Yeah. What was the name of that one in Pokemon? Meowth? I got a little uh, Meowth. Shit, shit. Uh, I know Meowth. that it evolves to Mewtwo, but I, I don't remember what its what its prior form was. It was no, something no. along those lines. Mew and Mewtwo, and then Meowth. I think Meowth was the one Team Rocket had, and it had that move Payday. It would disperse all those little coins. That's the one Pokemon that I would want to have because I'd want to be loaded. 
That's an odd, like, what What does that do as an attack? It just payday. I don't even care if it, it doesn't even have to attack anybody. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange you. move for a Pokemon to do. You would like it. The only thing that's less useful. No, there's two things that are less useful. Rap. Splash. Yeah, the the splash from. uh Yeah, Magikarp. whatever. Yeah. And uh, the snore from Snorlax. Oh, those were brutal. Those were freaking brutal. <laughs> oh, no. Kakuna, Harden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was also super weak. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Dude, that I'm was... telling you, if somebody can give me a Game Boy so I can just like play Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Gold, like I, I will have hours of entertainment just unfiltered. I don't need anything else in my life if I have that. Cole's note taken. I know what I'm going to try to get you for Christmas, but they're Dude, I'm telling hard you, to find. If you can find me a Game Boy Color and you can find me Pokemon Gold and Silver specifically, I'm set. All right, man. I'm going to keep my eyes out for that. Ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in to another Sports Roundtable episode. Cole's, you got anything else to add on here before we close it? No. Woo! So with that said, ladies and gents, <laughs> make sure to stick around. We're going to be recording up the Jacked and Canned show here shortly. As always, thank you for coming to check us out. Jacked and Canned.